Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. No matter how tough you are, no matter how strong you are, no matter how very muscular, tough, strong you are, you can't mess with a live wire. A live wire has got some power flowing through it, for which we just can't mess with it. You mess with a live wire at your own risk. Let's talk about live wire in this episode. You know, not even the experts can mess with a live wire. Recently, an electrician came to my house to do some work for me. He switched off the entire house from the electrical grid. And within that period, he was able to touch the wires. He was able to bend them. He could even cut some of them. He played with the wires. He, he was engaged with the wires without any consequence. But the very moment they were connected and they went live, power returned and nobody dared mess with the wires anymore. You know, the instrument he gave me to check the socket sounded like a piercing alarm. And that was to indicate that there was power flowing through the sockets. Live wire was in action. Ladies and gentlemen, we are those live wires. As long as we remain connected to the source of power and we connect to that source of power by prayer. A prayerful Christian is a live wire. You know, let's look at Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus, the man of prayer, his entire life, his entire ministry was characterized by prayer. He was a live wire. At the very start of his ministry, the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus prayed. In Luke chapter 3 and the verse number 21, the Bible said, And when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying, the heaven was opened. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this scripture tells us something very powerful, which is, prayer opens the heavens. Are your heavens above you locked? Are you experiencing spiritual drought in your life? May I suggest to you, connect to the power source one more time. You are a live wire. You are a live wire. Do not lose your power source. When we connect to the power source by prayer, our wires come alive. Jesus knew how to connect to the power source. He was a live wire. The Bible said the heavens were opened when he prayed. May the heavens above you also be opened when you engage God in prayer. All throughout the course of his ministry, what do we see? We see Jesus as a man of prayer. In Mark chapter 1 and the verse number 35, the scripture says, And in the morning, 
Rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place, and there he prayed. He knew how to tap into that power source very early in the day by prayer. We see the same thing in Mark chapter 6 and the verse number 46. And I want to read it for us, Mark chapter 6 and the verse number 46. The Bible said, And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. So in Mark chapter 1, he would rise up very early in the morning. In Mark chapter 6, he would send the people away and he would go into a solitary place, into the mountain, into the high place, where he would spend time in prayer. His entire ministry was characterized by prayer. I want to challenge someone today. Will your life be characterized by prayer? Is your wire still alive? Are you still burning hot in prayer? It is interesting that when a wire, an electric pole, falls into the ground by reason of a storm or whatever it might be, and there is a live wire on the floor, even though it is on the floor, nobody dared touch it. You couldn't touch it as long as there is power flowing through the wires. You couldn't touch it. You touch it to your own detriment. Even though the wire is not up above the electric pole, it is on the ground for all to see. Yet, you have to be careful with that live wire. Similarly, believer in the Lord. If you are a live wire, it doesn't matter whether you are high or whether you are low. It doesn't matter whether things are going well or things are going bad for you. As long as the power source is flowing through you, as long as life is flowing through you, I can assure you, no devil dares touch you. No situation dares destroy your life because you are a live wire. Jesus prayed a lot. He prayed and he prayed and he prayed. All these showed how much it is important for us to engage the power source in our day-to-day -day life. In Luke chapter 6 and the verse number 12, we read, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and he continued all night in prayer unto God. So Jesus understood the importance of staying in the power source. How do we stay there? We stay there by praying a lot. He prayed a lot. The Bible said he spent the entire night in prayer. Oh, like I said before in the previous episode, it is interesting that we can spend so many hours, perhaps even all night in some cases, watching a movie, watching something that is tickling the, the senses, that is making us laugh, or that is giving us a certain sense, a certain feeling of the flesh. And yet, when it is time for us to engage the Spirit all night in prayer, we are found wanting. Ah, may I challenge someone right now to engage the power source. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in prayer. May the Lord give you grace. May you receive grace to be able to pray. May the spirit of grace and of supplication come upon somebody right now so that you can engage the power source and let your wire remain alive. In Matthew chapter 14 and the verse number 23, what do we see? Once again, we see over here that when Jesus had sent the multitudes away, 
he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. My goodness, my goodness. Jesus understood the importance of staying in prayer. He went all by himself to spend time in prayer. He was there until the evening. And when the evening had come, the Bible says he remained there alone. He remained in that posture of prayer. He remained at a place of connection to the power source. May I challenge us. Ah, I pray, I pray that we will be Christians who know how to pray. We will be Christians who stay within the power source. We will be Christians who know how to tap into that divine source of power. That our wires will be alive. That our wires will be burning hot with the electric force of God flowing through us. Live wire. You are a live wire. Let's not take that for granted. Now Jesus prayed for his disciples. In John chapter 17, it was all about prayer. It was all about him praying for his disciples. Now look at again in Luke chapter 22 and the verse number 31 to the verse number 32. That was where he said to Peter, Satan has demanded to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. His life was a life of prayer. He prayed for his ministry. He prayed for his disciples. He prayed for those he was ministering to. He also gives us, the Bible also gives us a glimpse of what happens in the realm of the Spirit when we pray. And I want to leave you with these verses so you can read. Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to verse 13. And 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, the verse number 18. I want to read that one, you know, for us. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and the verse number 18. Let's actually take the verse number 17. Sorry, verse number 17. It says, Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. We can do this when we know how to stay in prayer. When we know how how to tap into the grace of God in prayer when we know how to remain connected to the source of prayer. This is the power of prayer. Let me go back again to what I read earlier on was 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 17. But let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and the verse number 18. The Bible says, this Apostle Paul speaking to the Thessalonian church. He says, Wherefore we would have come unto you, even I, Paul, once and again, but Satan hindered us. But Satan hindered us. So there is a devil out there who is willing to resist you. There is a devil out there who is willing and always working to hinder your progress and to hinder your life and to hinder some aspect of your life in your family, in your workplace, in even in your health. May I say, how do we overcome? But by allowing the life wire in us to remain alive by prayer. Let prayer boil through you. May your spirit be hot burning with fire. May the voice of prayer rise out of your spirit unto the heavenly father. That the life wire that is what you carry, that is what is in you, will continue to burn alive 
without any satanic fly sitting on you, without any demonic assignment hindering your progress in the name of Jesus. Let's come back again to Jesus. We understand that he prayed. He prayed throughout his ministry. At the start of his ministry, he prayed. We have also seen in the scriptures, during the, the course of his ministry, he prayed. We have also seen in the scriptures that he went as far as praying and interceding for his disciples. And guess what? Getting to the end of his earthly ministry, we also see that Jesus prayed. So he prayed at the start, he prayed during, and he prayed at the end of his ministry. Oh, may I show you what we see in Matthew chapter 26 and the verse number 36. The Bible said, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. Remember the garden of Gethsemane, where he was captured to be crucified? The Bible said, When he came to the place of Gethsemane, he said unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. So, getting to the very close of his ministry, he goes to a place of prayer. That is how crucial prayer was and is to our Lord Jesus Christ. Guess what? Even on the cross, he prayed. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. In Luke chapter 23 and the verse number 34, what do we see in that portion of scripture? The Bible said Jesus says something. Now remember he was on the cross at this point. He's about to die. Yet he voiced out and he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So even at the place of pain, even at the place when he's about to die, the Bible said he prayed, he prayed, he prayed, he prayed. Prayer is crucial to Jesus. Prayer was important in his earthly ministry. Why is prayer not important for many Christians today? Why is prayer so difficult for many Christians today? Ah, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to me right now, this should be a burning desire for you that the spirit of prayer will come upon your life. Prayer must be important to you and to me. Prayer must be important for us as a church. Prayer must be important for us all, wherever we are in the world, listening to this episode. When you are walking the dog, when you are driving your car, when you are sitting on the bus, when you are at the workplace, when you are even taking a shower, whatever it is that you are doing at in, and at any time in the day, let prayer boil out of your spirit. Paul said, pray without ceasing. Prayer was important to Jesus. Prayer was important to the disciples of old. Why is prayer not important for believers in the Lord today? And yet we live in times when we cannot afford not to pray. May prayer rise in your life. May you burn hot as a live wire of prayer in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. May I say to you that Jesus died, he resurrected, and as we speak, he also ascended into heaven. And as we speak, he's at the very right hand of the Heavenly Father. Guess what it is that he is doing over there? He is praying for you. He is praying for you and for me. Prayer is so crucial, it's so key, it's so core, it's so fundamental to the very ministry of Jesus. When he walked upon the earth and when he ascended into the heavens, he continues to intercede for you. Let's support that by the scripture. Hebrews chapter 7 
and the verse number 25. The Bible says, Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. So Jesus is alive making intercession for you and for me. At the right hand side of the Father, where he sits in his, on his glorious throne, he is watching out for you and watching out for me. He is interceding for you and he is interceding for me. His blood continues to speak for you and to speak for me. He continues to pray for you. Jesus was alive while. He couldn't have been crucified if he didn't let it happen. Because you can't touch a live wire unless the current in the live wire is switched off. And Jesus said in John chapter 10 and the verse number 18, I lay down my life by myself. Nobody can take it from me. I have the power to lay it down and to take it back. That is a man who knew what he carried. He knew he was a live wire. He knew he was burning hot. Unless he enabled it or allowed it, he couldn't have been captured and crucified. But he had to do it because he loves us. He loves us and he needed to die for our sins. Ladies and gentlemen, may we, may we take this very important message to heart. May we allow this same grace to run through our spirits. May we rise by the voice of prayer. May we rise wherever we are to go before our Heavenly Father in prayer. Like Jesus Christ our Lord, may we emulate that very important character trait of our Lord Jesus Christ. You are a live wire. I am a live wire. We are live wires. And no devil can sit on us. No demon can manipulate your life. No satanic activity can prevail against you as long as you remain a live wire. The disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. You see, they discovered something about the Lord Jesus Christ. They saw him rise up early in the morning to pray. They saw him send the crowd away and then he would go into the mountain and to stay there all by himself to pray. They saw him praying all day long and all night long. They knew that that was the secret to his power. And so they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. What does that mean? It means prayer can be learned. If you are listening to me right now and you are wondering, how can I pray? I've heard this message on prayer. How can I pray? I need you to understand that prayer can be learned. Now, what would I advise? Read the Psalms. You see, the book of Psalms teaches us how to talk to God. And when you read Paul's prayers to the church, Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, you would be able to see the prayers that Apostle Paul prayed to the, for the churches. And he wrote these down unto the church. When you want to learn how to pray, the Psalms is a good place to learn how to speak to the Lord. The epistles, the, one, the chapters I've just mentioned, once again, Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1. When you read the prayers of Paul over there, those are in themselves starting points for us to learn how to pray by capturing those same words in our prayer unto the Lord. Personalizing those prayers 
and making them prayers for ourselves and for the body of Christ. So I want to challenge us to rise up into a place of prayer. I have given you the keys and I've given you the important principles that we need now. Now, may I challenge you to take up these keys and begin to apply them in prayer. Number two, you also need to be at prayer meetings. When your church has organized a prayer meeting, be there. When the church has come together to pray, be there. You don't just become a Sunday Christian where you come to church and then you return home. But all the other meetings of the church, you do not attend. May I encourage you to be at prayer meetings. You know what? Let me read something for you in Acts chapter 4 and the verse number 23 to the verse number 24. The Bible says, And being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And verse 24 said, And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, who has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. What do we learn over here? They heard a rebuke from the chief priests. They, they, were, they were rebuked not to preach the word. And the Bible said they all came together and they lifted up their voice to pray. That is, they all came together to have a prayer meeting. Prayer meetings are approved by God. One person may chase a thousand, but two will chase ten thousand. When corporate prayer will release a corporate anointing that is able to stimulate power and release the live wires in us. So I want to encourage you. You want to learn how to pray? Read the Psalms. Number two, read the epistles, the specific chapters I've given you. And number three, make sure you are at every prayer meeting in your local church. For us as a church in Living Streams, oh my goodness, we love to pray. We love to pray. We love to pray because we believe in prayer. Number two, prayer must involve worship. Jesus said, when you pray, pray in this manner. That is, pray in this pattern, our Father in heaven. Number two, hallowed be thy name. That is an act of worship. So prayer must involve worship. So in your prayer life, let your worship also rise before the Lord. Number three, prayer must involve divine counsel. Jesus said, thy kingdom come. That is, your prayer must involve divine counsel. It means you must know the word. It means your prayer life is effective when you know the word of God. When you know divine counsel, when you know God's word, it increases the power of your prayer. Let your prayer be packed with the word. Number four, prayer must be continuous. We have looked at this in the previous episodes and I would encourage you to return to the episodes and listen to them again and again and again. Prayer must be continuous. Keep asking, keep seeking, and keep knocking. That is crucial for a prayer life that is standing in faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to pause here this very uh, uh, day of this episode. And I want you to just think about your Christian walk right now. 
How is your walk with Jesus like? How is your relationship with the Lord like? In these coronavirus times that we live in, in this global pandemic, where we all are grappling with how to manage these things, nations are grappling with these things, the ramifications of what is happening in the world are things that the world is even yet to wake up to. Child of God, what is going on in your life? Have you also given up hope like the world? What is going on in your life? Are you living in fear like the world is? May I challenge you. God has not given unto us the spirit of fear. The Bible says he's given unto us the spirit of boldness. The spirit of boldness. The spirit of boldness. Scripture says the righteous are as bold as the lion. May that grace of boldness come upon you as you wake up as a live wire. Remember that you are a live wire. Please declare with me in faith wherever you are listening to me right now. I am a live wire. Shall we please say this again? I am a live wire. Let's say it a third time. I am a live wire. Yes, you are a live wire. God's power is flowing through you. His grace is upon your life. Let your power of prayer rise unto your heavenly Father. May your voice of prayer rise unto the heavenlies and let God hear your voice today. Let God hear your cry today. Let prayer remain on your lips in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for somebody listening to me right now. I ask that your grace to pray will come upon somebody's life right now. Whoever has been feeling weak, and has not been able to wake up to pray. Whoever has been feeling so weak and so rejected and dejected and down in their soul that for many days now they've not been able to pray. Lord, I intercede for them right now that your grace will come upon them, that your power will stimulate them, that they will be made awake one more time. Let the awakening force of the Spirit of God come upon somebody right now that they would recognize the, 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 the heat of the spirit in their spirits, that they will recognize the move of your power upon their lives, that they will arise as live wires unto a place of prayer. Let prayer rise. Let prayer rise. Let prayer rise in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Do me a favor. Share this podcast. Like it. Send it to your friends and family and let's continue to engage even as we dive into God's word on a weekly basis. God bless you and I'll see you in the next episode. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.